So, Daniel, feel free to keep this honor off the uh, podcast. But here's like the first drink of alcohol I had was when I was 12 years old. My parents were like, oh, hey, this is tequila. Try it. And I think this was their way of like mentally uh, traumatizing me to not drink alcohol. So, I, you know, having this is not my first drink of alcohol. I, I like. Hey, took the shot of tequila and I spat it back out because I'm like, this is gross, mom and dad. Why did you have me drink this? And then they're like, well, maybe don't drink alcohol. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Bottom Boys of FIFA Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Conley, along with my co-host over here. Lewis, straight out of Simi Valley Connect. I haven't seen that movie. It's terrible. I don't recommend it. What I do recommend is looking at the matchups that we just finished off playing here in match days 16 and 17. How about that? How about that? I mean, you want to just get down to it? We got a a nail-biter as a first matchup to talk about. We've got match day 16, Michael versus Samuel. That was a a nail-biter. I believe Sam tied that up in the the last seconds. That was a 2-2 draw. Cost Michael some points there at the top of the table. Yeah, our uh, executive vice president has uh, essentially said that uh, he prefers first half Samuel, and I think he's uh, he's he's sensing competition outside of the first and second place. Well, Sam right now is is not really in a position to compete for... But there is always Champions League. There's always Champions League, there's always League Cup. There's always League Cup, and, you know, we're in the business of uh, preventing Triple Crowns, you know? We are in the business of preventing Triple and Crowns. Samuel did that last season. Samuel did that last season, George did it the first season. I think Michael is still a little uh, traumatized by that loss to Samuel. I think so, too. Champions League. Well, he's, he draws here, loses a couple points there at the top of the table, opens it up for Chris to really take control. We don't know what Chris has done. He's only played one of his matches um, this week. There were some weather issues at the Bernabeu. Weather issues at the Bernabeu, and I mean, this will go on our League Cup episode where we recap quarterfinals, but Samuel... It's not just on the rise, but he is establishing himself as top class, top class play. Top he, class. He, he is playing as Liverpool should play in this FIFA 2020 game. That's exactly right. You know, gets that draw with Michael. That's a good result. Uh, we would talk about the Chris versus George matchup, but again, we said the weather poor at the Bernabeu. They cannot play. So we'll have to get back to that at some point. But that's a big matchup for the league title race. That is a big matchup for the league title race. Looking forward to it. Whenever it gets played. Whenever it gets played. <laughs> uh, oh, look what we got here. Another tie. Daniel versus Jordan, 4-4. Four to four, A high-scoring time game. This was, a, this was high-scoring. Our play was sloppy. I'm not going to lie. I didn't play well. Jordan didn't feel like he played well. It was really back and forth. I was proud of myself, though. I came back from multiple two-goal deficits in order to tie this at the last second. It was one of those matches that, to me, felt like a loss, even though it was a draw. Like, I felt yeah. like I should have played a lot better, and I was lucky to come away with uh, it. You've been eyeballing the Green Gremlin standing, and uh, somehow our commissioner got there. James James maintained his self up there, and uh, 
Jordan is at the heels of that sixth spot. At the heels of that sixth spot, the only thing separating is a uh, well, a goal, a goal, a game in hand with Jordan. A game in hand is worth two in the bush. That's right. Uh, speaking of two in the bush, a two goal loss by you to Fernando. Not only a two goal loss, but and you know we'll get to match day seventeen, but two losses on the week. Surprise, surprise, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, what can I say? I've hit rock bottom in this uh, season. Um, forget, like, tactics. I just uh, think it's time to clear our heads in Piemonte Calcio's uh, locker room. I think we need to do some soul-searching and um, really need to uh, be able to score. I feel like there's just too many uh, forced passes that are basically leading into turnovers, too many missed opportunities, too many uh, attacks up the center that are just way too obvious. Ronaldo's not getting his pelvic thrust celebration, and the entire team is is basically weakened because of it. Well, when I played Fernando last week, or I guess it technically was in this week for the League Cup, um, which again, we're not a League Cup podcast, but I will mention it for the purposes of comparison here uh, we drew 0-0 and I noticed Fernando's defense was outstanding so to be honest it's not a complete surprise to me that he was able to shut you down because I think that's just what he's going to be able to do to everyone right um I was just about to go into giving Fernando his credit where credit is due in beating me he was able to basically maintain that stifling defense throughout the entire game the only goal I scored was I think off a deflection and um he was, you know, forcing me to make bad shots, bad opportunities. So kudos to Fernando for upping his play. And, I mean, he's trying to get into the uh, League Cup, uh, I mean, Champions League playing. So good game, Fernando. Good game. Moving onward. Uh, talking about our commissioner's rise, this 3-2 to two win that Carrie has over Kyle. PSG over at Atletico. Daniel, what are your thoughts on this? Well, Kerry had an excellent first half, um, was up 3 to nothing at the half, and looked like he was going to run Kyle right out of the building. And then I don't know what Atletico got there in ha- at halftime. I don't know if it was some of Michael's secret stuff or something like that. But they came out firing. They almost came all the way back. Kerry was on his heels while Kyle was attacking the entire second half. Lucky to come away with a 3-2 win. He, again, he played excellent in the first half, so that first half was able to, to get him through that second half. But a 3-2 win over the third-place team in the league, that's a pretty big deal, especially when you're fighting for um That's a huge spots. deal. It has contributed to his rise up as uh, a green gremlin. And I think uh, maybe Michael talked about this in the, uh, the <laughs> Richmond Heights Derby episode, but essentially... When Carey scores early and can maintain the lead in the first half, I think he seldom gives it up if he has, like, maybe a two-goal differential or greater. I agree. That that seems to be his MO, is if he can get up early and get force you out of your game plan, um, he's got a good shot to, to keep winning, and uh, that's what he's been doing. The second that is half. exactly what he's been doing, and... 
has earned every bit of it, every bit of his victories. He's just been aggressively attacking, and it's paid off. Speaking of aggressively attacking, James 4, Brian 1 to finish off match day 16. James is one of our highest scoring teams in the league. He's got 36 goals, which is uh, looks like third behind the top two. James Which, scores. That's, as, a, as a newcomer, as a first year in FIFA Apocalypse, that's wild. That's fantastic. Good job, James. He's, he's um, using Tottenham to the best of his ability. Brian has, with Inter Milan, managed to make it to a bottom boy standing. Uh, Brian just hasn't shown his uh, you know, tactical FIFA play. Um, usually it doesn't matter what team Brian has. I mean, he's always had a uh, a non-top five or non-top seven FIFA team, but he's always made do with it and stayed in the the top six. He's always been, you know, a green gremlin, but I think Inter is just a really tough one. Um, Brian might have a lot going on, but he's got a negative goal differential, and that's very rare for Brian. That's very rare. He is uh, third most in goal differential. I mean, sorry, third worst in goal differential. Negative 16 goal differential. Yeah, he's been he's been struggling with Inter. Makes me sad. He's been struggling with Inter. I think that's a combination of playing with that team. We saw what happened with Chris with that team. And um, the fact that he's probably been focused more on FIFA 21. I think that a combination of those two things are leading to his struggles this season. Yeah, definitely. But he can still make the Champions League with you know, a good week, so. With a good week, and if I continue my play like I've been, Brian, you can get yourself up there. Have no fear. Well, let's see if he turns it around in match day 17. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Because he, he faced Michael, first matchup of match day 17, and oh boy, he did not turn it around, did he? Nope. Michael did his usual dominance as in FIFA play. Um... The fight. Let's see. Did Brian ever stand a chance? I didn't really ever. I didn't watch this, but I, I always figured Brian and Michael they play each other really well, just because in FIFA playability they're usually pretty, uh, you know, neck and neck. But Brian is just a different FIFA player this season. You would think that they're neck and neck. Uh, lifetime. Michael is eight zero and two against Brian. Never oh, lost. Well, that's fine. Never lost. <laughs> you have that, and then Michael is Michael. Yeah, Michael did what he needed to do to make sure he stays at the top of the table. Um, something that his counterpart at the top of the table has not done this this week. But we'll get to that in a, in a couple couple matchups here. Um, we're still waiting on James and Kyle to play. That's going to determine. Big goose egg there. That's um, going to determine the a, top of the table. Not a goose egg. Uh, sorry, not not a goose egg. Just an invisible egg. Invisible egg. Invisible egg something. We need those we need those goose eggs. We need something. We put something in. Anything. I don't care what it is, but put something in. It doesn't matter if it's the correct score or not. Just put something in the spreadsheet so I can feel better about myself. <laughs> then we've got the Richmond Heights Derby. Richmond Heights Derby, which we recorded a separate watch along pod for. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and take a listen to that because I, I think it's really it's a really fun match. Um we already got your thoughts on that earlier, but now that you've had a couple of days to think about it, tell me tell me what you're thinking. Man, um, so coming out swinging early uh, with Ronaldo scoring that great 
goal. I thought this game was finally going to turn it around. Um, but, you know, it's a tale of two halves. Carrying the second half with level it with Neymar with a, a great goal. And then in the 90th minute, that lucky bounce. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, what Kerry did was he scored and won the Richmond Heights Derby aggregate for the season. And it's been a tough living situation, although he is still doing my chores. I didn't ask him. He's been doing it. Thank you, Kerry. Thank you, Commissioner. Are you saying that maybe he shouldn't complain about you not doing the chores if he's just going to do them anyway? Yeah. He should should just call your bluff? I'm super grateful. Like, why not sit back and let the commissioner do my chores, you know? Gives me more time to sip on that tea that you know that I'm drinking while recording this podcast. That's true. You are drinking tea at the moment. Uh, Then we had Jordan 2, Fernando 1. This was a very hard-fought close match. Fernando, again, basically shutting down defensively. He was able to hold Barcelona to two goals, but was not able to equalize. Um, he had a shot there right at the end to equalize, and didn't. it didn't materialize. So sort of kind of needed that win, I think Fernando did. Um, we'll get to the table in, in a minute, but Jordan played well. Jordan got the win he needed. Jordan got the win he needed, and I mean, that's why he stands where he stands. Basically at the oh, tippy-top, just uh, almost about to breach into the Green Gremlin. Yeah, Jordan is, is the most Green Gremlin of a middle mensch you can have. Yeah. Looking very green. Um, Less pale and more green. Speaking of looking green and getting the win needed, George beat me in the Sunkiss Derby 2 to nothing. I had no chances. There was just you nothing. You had no there. chances because Georgia's defense and nobody else had chances of getting their uh, Sunkiss products. So, yeah, it was just a day for uh, lack of Sunkiss distribution. There was no distribution. George just dominated the entire match. Um, I was lucky to keep it at two to nothing. Was hoping I could break through and maybe get a goal or two, but uh, didn't end up happening. Doesn't mean George plays for pride. He's at the heels of Kyle. Currently, George is a point behind Kyle, yet Kyle has a game to play. Sorry, yeah, he has a, a game to play. And uh, I think George wants to take that third spot and also just solidify uh, automatic entry into the Champions League. That's exactly and what And also he's have for. momentum going into Champions League. Precisely. Also prepping himself for next week, and we'll talk about why. Uh, speaking of having momentum going into Champions League, Sam, he uh, drew Chris in this matchup 2-2. Two to two. He drew Chris. I actually, two crucial draws for Samuel. It's a shame that it's only two points for Samuel, so as far as the standings go, um, doesn't help him out so much. But as far as playing, you know, two toughest competitors in our league, Samuel showed not only true class, but that, you know, he hangs there with the best. Yeah, he, he played really well. Um, that's He had four matches this week, got four good results, um, two of them in League Cup, two of them in, in the regular season. Uh, he's looking to move up a little bit in the table. Um, let's go to the table now that we're, we finished off the matchup from last season. Let's go to the season. table. At uh, the top, we got Michael with 40 points. 
Yeah, it's really just a two-team race at this point. It's a two-team race. Michael and Chris. Kyle and George and James have yet to be eliminated from title contention. Um, But there's distance between them. But if I I believe I did the math earlier. I think if Chris wins his matchup against George, all three of those teams are eliminated. Uh, That might not be exactly correct. I think it might depend on Kyle and James as well. But it's it's pretty much just a two-team race at this point. They're going to look to maintain one game's worth of distance at least um, between each other before they get to the final match of the season. So really, they're just going to try and match each other from here on out until they get to yeah, that final point. It'll be like a, it'll be like a revisit to season one. Mm-hmm. So which team will hold on? That's that's going to be the question. Um, then we I'm have. Excited. I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited too. So so there's the the two team title race, and then there's a whole lot of a mess <laughs> from that point down on the table. Uh, Kyle is is. Trying to pull away. He's in third place at 26 points. But he's got George right behind him at 25. James right behind George at 23. Kerry and Jordan right behind them at 22 each. Everything is really close from 3 to 10. And then, I mean, you and I at 19, Samuel at 18 points. We could still uh, wiggle our way in there. Maybe not uh, take Kyle's place at 3, but wiggle our way up to the uh, Green Gremlins. Basically, you look at anything, and as long as you're within six points, that's a one good week. That's all you really need. And uh, there's going to be a lot of action between, I'd, I'd say, I'd say Kyle to Sam, three through ten. There's going to be a lot of mixing up and switching up in the title race that we're going to see a lot of different Champions League um, implications throughout the next five, six matchups or so. Oh, Definitely. And then at the bottom of the table, we have Brian at 14 points. Fernando also at 14 points. Although Fernando, Fernando has a game in hand. Um, both of those teams are still, you know, they're still able to get into the play-in if they have a good week. You it's, know what's crazy you know, about that? The bottom boys are currently uh, inhabited by newlyweds. That's true. How wild is that? How wild is that? Don't get married. I mean, that's that's what that's what be, that says. Uh, interrelated but they might be interrelated so you know analyze what would you rather do um get married have that uh lifetime partner or would you rather have the lifetime partner that you have to renew every year diva yeah maybe plan your weddings for um off season months yeah just an idea so you're not thinking about that both of those teams though could still jump into the play and they're only four points behind sam um, there's still a lot of, you know, there are five points behind us. There's still a lot of games left to be played. There's still a lot of games left to be played. Well, that's not really. Right. There's, there's like five games left to be played. Yeah. But that's enough. That's, that is enough. That's enough. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, let's look at the table. Uh, at this point, you know what I think we should do? I was looking ahead at the schedule. And you know what I saw on the schedule? I know what you saw on the schedule. You saw match day 18 and match day 19. Prove me wrong. That No, that is what I saw. Come at me, co-host. Come at me. That's what I saw. But I was looking particularly... Say word, son. Say word. I was looking particularly at match day 19, which not only has the podcast derby, which is going to be exciting. But it has the Martina... Oh, wait. Hold on. I didn't want to steal your thunder. Go ahead. It has the Martinez derby. Okay. Yes. The Martinez derby! 
which my friends, listeners of Bottom Boys of FIFA Apocalypse brings us to our guest for the day. That's right, we've got the Martinez's going up against each other in this interview as a precursor to their Match Day 19 uh, game. So I hope you guys enjoy this. We're going to uh, head on over to George and Samuel and see how they're doing. How about it, Daniel? That sounds good. Let's go talk to the Martinez I. We're here with the Martinez brothers, George, Sam. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Of course. Uh, ahead of their Martinez Derby matchup this week. So that's going to be very exciting. Hey, we may actually stream it. <laughs> One would hope. One would hope. Well, what a day. What a, what a fantastic Sunday right before Thanksgiving where we have the uh, basically commitment of the Martinez brothers to stream their game. That's fantastic. Uh, Lewis Connect here. Y'all know who it is. I, uh, I have some questions to ask, and uh, this is a really exciting matchup because we started off Eve Apocalypse with, with George, and then we got the good graces of Samuel to play with us. And it seemed as if when George first was playing with us, George, were you getting pointers from your brother? Yeah, well, I would, that's what I would train with. I would, train, I would practice with him at night, and then he started kind of following a little more just to see how I was doing. Yeah, so, and then you recruited Sam to play in our league. Like, what did you have to do? Was it really easy to get him to commit? Or... Well, he said, who you play with, Chumps? I can beat everybody here. I said, hey, you won the Champions League? I'll take every <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. No, no, um, he, he just, he's like, well, there's not much else to do. Same as us, right? Quarantine, might as well. Well, I was all for it. Yeah, I've never been in a tournament, FIFA tournament at least, and I wanted to see how well I could compete. You saw probably one team, and you're like, oh, who's that guy who's minus 40 gold differential? <laughs> I can, like, smoke everybody. Who's that Lewis guy? He sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you definitely bounced back, man. That was I mean, great, that, that's a part of the uh, playing FIFA all the time. When it, when it basically <laughs> dominates your life, so hopefully you get better. I was um, impressed. If you saw, like, my uh, season, like, uh, record... For the when I say season, I mean like seasons in FIFA 2020. How many games I played? I played, I think, the most out of everybody as far as playing games in seasons, <laughs> and I was still at like minus 40 gold differential. Oh, again, so it was it was a tough sailing in the beginning, but I, I came back in the uh, second season, and it's just like I'm constantly learning new things every yes. single game I play. Yeah. Um, now you stuck with it. I stuck with it. Yeah. Uh, Sam. Yes, sir. Now, you love playing as PSG, I know, in FIFA. Yep. And, uh. Um, team. Is your team. So, how did that come to be? Um, I just, uh, always liked PSG, uh, growing up. He's a Chelsea fan. I was a PSG fan. And, uh, I love their team. They have a great, great layout. And it, it works well, accommodates the way I play FIFA. So, that's, that's how I just always pick them and that's who I always am and you definitely have uh, you and your brother two different play styles uh, yep. you have a heavier hand and uh, attack more aggressive and George definitely stifles offenses and keeps it low scoring on his end and on his opponent's end yeah um, well I think uh, 
him being Chelsea because he sucks so bad. That's his only. <laughs> that's his only way to compete because he he he's attacking as well. We play very similar. Don't give away my secrets. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just that Chelsea is just they're yeah. not that good on attack. So his only way to to keep it close is is by closing down that defense and, and making it a close affair. You might see a change of style um, yeah. in the next season here. <laughs> Trust me. Ooh, okay. I'm not. I'm not a defensive no, player, man. Not, I always not. played uh, center attacking mid, wing, or forward. I played mm-hmm. striker in college. so And when I played beyond college and stuff, I've always been a striker. So my instinct is not to defend. I just I had to adjust because mm-hmm. if you remember the first season, I was getting spanked. <laughs> you know, it just wasn't doing well because if I opened up, it wasn't working. So I had to switch actually midway through the first season to, to that defensive structure and then you had that cinderella kind of run in the <laughs> champions league right the, that lucky fluke some some have called it a fluke yes some have called it a fluke <laughs> mr slide tackle that was marvelous that was marvelous <laughs> it worked out sunkiss products for everybody at the end of that <laughs> make it rain oranges my friend that's right <laughs> oranges so i guess from uh you know, you guys being siblings, um, you guys probably have like sibling rivalry with uh, FIFA. But, but are there any other? You know, let's like get into the Martinez family. What uh, what other like areas do you guys kind of like bash heads over? Is it like um, video games? Faster. He's usually beat me at video games. Video games, he he usually wins. I mean, we've played Halo, Call of Duty, and FIFA. Those are the <laughs> top three. So then we, you know, instead of doing all that, we would play GTA together and have more fun instead of competing. Um, outside of that, we've actually always gotten along pretty good. I mean, we yeah. both played soccer, but we're a couple of years separated, so we never actually played together. But the the rivalry in the garage on rainy days with little little goals and little like I think it was a Chuck E. Cheese like squishy ball or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we play in the garage and just slide tackle, two foot slide tackles into the concrete. Yeah, you got a couple punches thrown. No, it got physical for sure. So it's like a strong human being is developed when you get slide tackle or you are slide tackling on concrete. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we got some scrapes and bruises. Yeah, I still got still got some a uh, couple gashes here and there from that concrete. <laughs> it was fun. It's just always been soccer though. Yeah, it's always been soccer. Yeah. soccer. Everything else. Right now, I looked before, and uh, our our record. 2020 record is approximately like 29 to 30 wins each, and tie is 10 to 12, something like no, that? No, it's 29 wins for me, 28 uh, losses, and then 28 draws. It's exactly yeah. what it is right now. Uh, I yeah. checked before coming. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we battle, man. We, we always have, and it's funny now. He's like, hey, as Liverpool, it's a different dynamic because I'm used to defending against PSG, so... I had developed a way to defend against them. I don't know if you've noticed, but I play with a couple of uh, 75s and 79s in FIFA. That came about for my practices with him because I figured I needed different players in there than what I had to defend against faster teams. So that helped now that he's got Liverpool. Oh, I like so, their Liverpool's oh. defense is a lot better than PSG's, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Big upgrade. It's another beast because yeah. now I got to play a little different against him because yeah, his defense now is strong. Solid, so. yeah, solid. You've got like one of the with Liverpool. You've got like one of the I mean, at least famously best yeah. center backs in the international yeah. soccer. We 
exactly. Yeah, you got Gomez and Van Dyke. They're you know, solid as can be. And the wingers, too, though. Left back and the right backs are really good. I honestly, to motivate myself, like, if there's just a day where I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like. So I jog for, like, fun. If I don't feel like going on a run, I just watch, like, clips of uh, Van Dyke, you know, playing defense. And I'm like, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. My motivation. Yeah, it's, it's tough to get past him. Mm-hmm. Tougher to get past him now. I had ways of attacking him inside and, you know, which way to go and what to do. Now it's, man, it's a brick wall back there. So trying to figure, if he gets a hold, I mean, I told you guys in the last time I was on here, if he gets a hold of that team, we're all in trouble. And I heard that podcast. It was a motivational <laughs> It looks like he's getting a hold of that team. So I'm worried now going to the semis of the League Cup uh, <laughs> with him being in it. It's going to be tough. All the teams are strong. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah, both of you are in the semifinals of the League Cup. We don't know if you're going to be playing each other as of recording we'll time. We'll know in a couple hours. Yeah, um, so do, you, do you want to play each other? I know George uh, doesn't want to play. play. Final. I, really, I, I, I think it'd be fun to play in a final. Yeah, yeah I hope so. So we'll see. But Kick his ass in the final. <laughs> Keeping the uh, metallurgy in the family. We, we got to like it. We gotta yeah, get there. Right. We gotta get there first. I mean, there's two other really strong teams there, so uh-huh. it's cool. All English. That's fun. Yeah, every every team will be from the Premier yeah. League, so that's yeah. that's sort of interesting. And then this week, I mean, we play in the league, and I gotta try to stay in the green because there's not much difference between me and that middle, and he's gotta try to stay above <laughs> stay the red. red. But um, I just don't want to get embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, you know what's at stake here. Do you, do you know? Uh, versus each other, what the uh, record is. So, uh, George versus Samuel. Uh, Samuel, you have won twice. George, you've won once. Okay. So, know what's at stake here. George, you can level this. Samuel, you can run away with this. Oh, I will run away. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely strong opponent here. It's going to be tough, man. It's, uh, it's always fun, but... It just it can easily get away from me. I think just whoever scores the goal. Whoever scores that first one, I think, because yeah. we all we know each other so well. Mm-hmm. Whoever scores that first one controls the tempo of the yeah, game. That down. Yeah, because I know what he's gonna do. He knows what I'm gonna do. And it's, oh yeah. it's a battle. Can I get my player over there quick enough? Is a question because I know what he's gonna do. He knows exactly mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do. We just if we can get our player over there quickly enough, it's the only difference. Yeah. So. Uh, when I interview, I often ask a, a few, uh, let's say, tough questions of those being interviewed. Um, this one might go more towards Sam, but, you know, don't worry. This is, you know, it's still Lewis here. Still Lewis. I'm not changing. Um, how does it feel like being an uncle? Oh, my God. I love How much time are you putting in babysitting for George? I'm telling you, anytime he wants to, I'll take care of the little guy. He's so awesome. He, he, uh, we have like a little connection. You know, I'll scream, he screams, or I stick my tongue out, he'll stick his tongue out. Uh, he'll give me high fives. Um, we play together so much, and oh, I've grown to love him so much. So, I, I'll take care of him anytime he wants. Last question: How much of that beer do you give the child? <laughs> I try to offer him some. I try to offer some, offer him some before the podcast. That's George. The, the kid just laughed. <laughs> he did. He did. It was so funny. Um, I have actually one final last question. Um, you guys have been to a few international soccer games, right? Yeah. What's your favorite one? 
that you've been to? Like, was it together? Uh, for me, it was Chelsea Liverpool. We went at that one, but just because the talent there was crazy. I think together, probably that um, Galaxy Barcelona. That's the one for me. Yeah, that's the one for me. Yeah, Barca Galaxy game was that was fun. Definitely, I seen PK live and Puyol. Ibrahimovic. Puyol. I mean, Ibra just, for me. Now I have to ask George, do you think the weather's gonna clear up at the Bernabeu in time for when we drop this podcast for, for a game to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should it should clear up tonight after right. the draw. Good, good. I just wanted to make sure. Hooray! Sunday night special. The boys are taking a nap and then we're ready to go. Alright. Do you have anything else you guys wanted to trash talk about? No, unless you guys want to throw something in there. <laughs> I mean, that's up to you. This is your okay, time. I'll go out here with him. We'll duke it out <laughs> for the podcast, of course. Well, it'll be fun, man. I, I think uh, it might be a little more open than you think. Let's go with that. When I say that, but okay. <laughs> All right, we got some intensity pre-Martinez Derby. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. You guys are great. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you guys for having us. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. See you guys. We'd like to thank the Martinez brothers for coming on to the podcast. That was some insightful information about their uh, face-offs against each other. Quite a rivalry they have. Bunch of homies they are. I freaking love the Martinez brothers. They really bring some, uh, they bring some flavor to our league. I'm so glad that George got his uh, brother involved and that they can play each other essentially and all the trash talking that they would do at home playing FIFA like one-on-one they can do in the context of FIFA apocalypse. It's great. You get like a front row seat into their, their sibling rivalry. We, yeah, that, that was really fun. I enjoyed having them on. Um, let's talk about the upcoming matchups though. So we can go into a bit further depth in this old Martinez Derby. We'll start with match day 18. Right off the bat, number three versus number one. Kyle versus Michael. Again, Michael needing to win pretty much every game, make sure that he puts the pressure on Chris. Uh, Kyle's just looking to maintain his his play-in, or not his play-in, excuse me, his automatic entry spot into the Champions League. Right. I mean, best believe Chris is going to be putting the pressure on Michael. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, Next up on the list is a big matchup for you. A big matchup for me. Well, every matchup here on is big because I want a taste of that green again. Um, so I play Brian, and historically, um, I am shite against Brian. So if we go to our league head-to-head matchups in total, we've got... That's true. You are um, 0-4-1 and against Brian. It's never a better time for a win than today. Exactly. Or when oh, I play whenever Brian. you play it, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a crucial win. This is a crucial result. Um, it's going to take a lot from my team, but you know what? So be it. If you win, if start sacrificing. They need to start putting their hundred and ten percent in, and uh, I expect nothing less. If you win or this game, I'm changing teams. Oh boy, you heard it here first. In Thief Apocalypse, Uve, you always have my heart. If you win this game, you basically put your throat, your foot on Brian's throat. You would be at 22 points. He would still be at 14. He would only have three games left to make up eight points. Yeah. So, you, so you would pretty much lock up being in the plane at least. Yes. However, 
if Brian wins, then he's only two points back of you. And now you've got a real struggle on your hands. Well, I mean, I already have a real struggle on my hands. That would equal a 0-7, including the uh, League Cup playing with you, 0-6 um, if we don't include it. So a uh, <laughs> a pitfall of pitfalls, let's say. Anywho, moving on to the next one. Brian, best of luck to you, but I got to whoop your ass. Sorry. There's no other way, or else this league is just – this season is done for me. Uh, next up is James and Jordan. This will be a fight for the one of those green gremlin spots. They're only a point apart. They're only a goal apart in differential. Jordan with a better defense. But, you know, that's that's going to be a fight. That's going to be a battle. But James has Son. Um, Jordan has Messi. So Son versus Messi. Jordan's got to make a, make a run. He got to... Jordan's got to make know. a run and uh, James wants to secure his spot up top so that'll be actually a really good matchup you know what else is going to be a really good matchup between a team trying to secure their spots up top Carrie and George right so here's the thing you've got a high flying offense that's really uh, riding momentum right now and then you have a team that is low scoring but intentionally does that because George understands soccer strategy as he plays it in the real, as I uh, as I gather, and uh, he knows how to keep basically most teams scoring very lowly. So here's the thing: if Carey doesn't score early and score multiple times early, I think George wins this one. I'm not predicting. I'm saying in that situation, George wins this one. If Carey can find his way, navigate around George's defense. Um, he uses the speed of one of the fastest players in FIFA, Kylian Mbappe, to the extent. And then also you've got Neymar. Uh, I mean, you have so many weapons. You have Cavani. Um, then we'll see if George can handle that. But George has shown that despite whatever offense you throw at him, he'll keep it a low-scoring game. That's going to be a big matchup for both. They're going to at least want to draw. And at least keep that point momentum going forward so that they can hold off those behind them. Uh, Obviously, a win will be better for either of them. Um, Then we have Sam and Fernando. Both teams towards the bottom of the table. Sam trying to keep his spot in the play-in. Fernando trying to get into the play-in. They're in a similar situation as you and Brian. True. And I think Fernando has more to prove here in that... uh... One, just winning against Samuel, while Samuel is kind of at large right now, is huge. And also, Fernando trying to get a a play-in. I think Samuel could win a majority. Well, we'll talk about the uh, Martinez Derby. But he has, uh, you know, more to play. Um, And including Brian, actually, in that uh, selection of matches between now and the last day, match day 22. So, honestly, I think Fernando has more at stake here. Like, if he loses this, I, I feel like it is really tough for him to climb into the play-in. Yeah, if Fernando loses, he's going to be at minimum five points back of that 10th spot. It would depend on what you and I do. It, it's starting to get into dire territory for Fernando to make that. He has to win this game against Sam. No questions. Cannot draw, cannot lose. No further questions! No, qu- no more questions, Your Honor. 
Um, then the final match, or the final match of match day 18, Chris versus myself. It was an embarrassing result for the boys in blue last time we played. You were here for that. It was, it was gross. It was disgusting. I got embarrassed. That started me on my slide there in the middle of the season where I just couldn't buy a goal, couldn't buy a win. But as uh, George Bush once said, uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Chris can't win again. I, I mean, I'm certainly going to hope he can't win again. Um, and thank you, uh, George W. Bush, for uh, having faith in our co-host here. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go up. I'm going to have to go into the Santiago Bernabeu. I'm hoping to have a lead post the 70th minute and then maybe some weather strikes. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. Here's the thing. Do you think George W. Bush follows international soccer? Absolutely. What do you think uh, is like the league he's most interested in? Do you think it would be Premier League? Like, is he just one of those, you know, average Americans that just goes to Premier League? No, I think he's in the Canadian League. Canadian League, interesting. Yeah. I want to put that past him, you know. George W. Bush, if you're listening to this, keep listening. We could use your. Uh, notoriety to get more listeners we're, we're not having you on the pod though because this is a strictly no war criminal pod so exactly match day 19 michael plays james <laughs> michael, michael needs- versus james this- um i mean basically like you like we've been saying michael needs to keep winning to keep his uh his very short distance from chris uh at a distance and james you know wants to stay in the uh automatic uh, participation he wants to be a green gremlin probably for the rest of the season so um i think it's actually more important for michael to win this yes i agree i agree michael has more to fight for to stay a green gremlin but uh chris is going to keep putting on that pressure uh speaking of putting on the pressure we actually daniel play chris for the rest of the season let's redo the schedule yeah let's do that if you're listening to this please redo the schedule so samuel plays chris every single week from here until the end let's talk about the commissioner because we already have a result from match day 19 we do yeah we do can you believe it breaking news tell him carrie beat brian two to one this was played early due to uh an anticipated quarantine that Brian would need to undergo. And, and um, Kerry won. Agree. Kerry uh, basically notched his way up into the uh, Green Gremlin. He's hoping to hold on to that Green Gremlin spot. Uh, this result was a good one for him. So he'll only have one match this week. He's looking rather, uh, let's say, other half of Bruce Banner, you know? He is. We We dare not say his name because if we say it three times, he'll show up. Exactly. He'll punch a hole in my wall, and right now I'm at my parents' house, so it wouldn't be my wall, it'd be my parents' wall, and they'd make me pay for it. I don't have that kind of money. No. Um, Fernando and Kyle play. This will be a big matchup. Again, again Fernando needs a win. Fernando. I think, that, again, this for Fernando, every oh, tough matchups for him. He's got Chris the next week. Then he's got Michael, match day 21. And his last game is against George. Fernando, I'm sorry, man. Um, are you but, telling me he plays his last four matchups of the season are the top four teams in the league? Yes, sir. Yikes. That's, that's rough. The win against me was big. 
keep practicing, dude. <laughs> so he's he's got to make his he's got to get up into the Bounce oh boy population for oh boy. Nando, my friends. That's rough. Uh, Kyle's been scuffling a bit, but I think he's still got the ability to beat Fernando in this. Um, he's he he needs to secure his spot in the top six. But oh, man, that's that's poor luck for Fernando schedule wise. Yeah. Um. So Daniel, I have a question for you. I have an answer What's for you. What's your take on uh, dancing celebrations when you're down two goals in look, a match? Look. All right. Here's my take. I uh, I skip through my celebrations because I don't want to, you know, celebrate and then have something happen. Uh, I particularly wouldn't celebrate when I'm losing. That seems particularly unwise just because what are you celebrating? You're losing. I don't care if you scored. You can only celebrate when you're up, I say. And even then, that seems a little bit rubbing it in. Now, I know... Some might say, some might say when you're down, when you're losing... And you have that same like mentality of confidence, like that just shows how strong and resilient a team might be. Now I remember when we played, and I was up three to nothing, and you scored at the last second in the League Cup game. It was a meaningless goal, and yet you still celebrated. Yeah, because celebrations are fun. Like you don't want to see Cristiano Ronaldo go. No, I don't. Um, then we have the podcast derby. You and you versus me. That's right. Um, we we played twice this season. Um, once in the regular season, once in the League Cup. You demolished me in the regular season. I don't know if you recall. Do you remember that? Oh, I do recall. I, I recall that very well. And that's when uh, Uve was playing well. Piemonte Calcio was uh, making its way to the... I think it was in the green at that point or, or something like that. It was super early, though. You were making oh, your way downtown, walking fast. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Carlton, um, if you're listening to this... Um, Come join us next season. Vanessa Carlton, you can come on the podcast if you'd like. Exactly. Because you're not a war criminal. That we know of. <laughs> um, then we played in the League Cup, and I won in the League Cup. So this is the rubber match of our season thus far. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, We're Sunday tied in points. PM Pacific Standard Time. What day is that? Sunday? What November is that? Is that that is November 29th. 29th. The golden, the golden day. That's going to be a big day. We both need a win. The sun will either rise on Man City or in Torin, Italy. One of those two places, but not both. Unless we draw. Unless we draw. Which could be nice, yeah. but we'll see. Look, at this point, I'm okay just as long as I get in the play-in. I'm just trying to get to the play-in first. Then I'll worry about That's going up. Game. Yeah. Um... Then we have Chris versus Jordan. This is going to be a big matchup for Chris. It's going to not be an insignificant matchup for Jordan because Jordan I think can pull it's a point. Bigger for Jordan because I don't think Chris uh, overemphasizes any match, and I think that's what makes him such a tough competitor and allows him to literally dance with the ball without using his hands into the net. We've seen it before. Um, and for Jordan. You know, he's trying to get automatic entry into the Champions League. He wants to surpass Kerry, um, surpass James maybe even. So Jordan, Jordan was, like me, a green gremlin, and now he's back down to, uh, although he has higher standing in the table than I do, um, he wants to get back up there. So I think Jordan and I kind of have a similar mission going on, but we have no, like, deals made. There was no collusion. 
No collusion. Um, this you is can a, send investigations all you want to Mister. No collusion. This is an El Clasico. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Always good to see an El Clasico. And then we have the big matchup of match day oh, 19. Oh, by the way, Jordan, enjoy Luis Suarez for this season uh, while you got him because next season of FIFA Apocalypse. Sorry. Uh, then we have the big matchup of match day 19, the Martinez Derby. Blood will be spilt as they fight over a win. To the death! Yeah, wh- whoever loses dies. What should be the death? Uh, should be death by exile? Should we go uh, Dark Knight Rises? We should always go Dark Knight Rises. Um, only when Sam has been eliminated from Champions League does he have my permission to die. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I think uh, whoever loses should have to babysit George's kid. So basically, George either does what he usually does his father, or Samuel like gives uh, George and his wife a like weekend off. That would be nice. That's a nice gesture. That. A deal be made. Yeah, that would be a nice gesture. Um, so those are all the matchups that we've got for week eight, which, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving everyone. is on Thursday. Be safe with your Thanksgiving celebrations. Walk around with a mask and wear it properly. Yeah, if you've, you know, if you've been isolating, I would say it's probably safe as long as you're not traveling too far to go see your family. But be, be wise, be careful. We're trying to keep uh, the coronavirus under control here. Coronavirus! Um, Shit is real! Because you definitely don't want to get it and have to go into a mandatory quarantine with the season so close to being finished. We're trying to finish the season off. Yeah! Uh, after after this week, um, Brian will still have four games left to be played, but everyone else will have three games left, which is not a lot of games at all. We're almost there. We've almost every made it. Every game counts. I mean, in general, every game counts, but this is really it. This is the uh, the finish line. This is the home or stretch. We are approaching. We are approaching that uh, zone that you would say is a run to the finish line, uh, especially for our top two in the league. So everybody has something at stake, as we have stated, but the top two be duking it out for the league title. I would not be surprised to see one of. Um... Maybe Kyle, George, or James clinch a automatic or a play-in spot or an automatic entry spot this week. Wouldn't surprise me at all. But yeah. that's why we play the games. We don't put them on paper. We play them in real life. Play in real life, but virtually. Exactly. But real life virtual. Precisely. It's a real life video game, everybody, based on real life players and real life teams. Except, well, Piemonte Calcio is based on Juventus, but. There's no Piemonte Calcio. There's no Wald Stadion. Um, that's stupid. It is stupid. I think I, as uh, the uh, award-winning great communicator, Nobel Peace Prize nominee, great communicator, should negotiate with uh, EA Sports and the Juventus owners into giving rights to FIFA again. You do that. I'm going to go do that right now. All right. Well, he's going to go do that. We're going to ride out on the song. Do you want to leave us with a song before you take off to go talk to EA Sports? Um, I actually think the Martinez brothers should get the ability to do that. So uh, what do you guys think? Uh, maybe a Pitbull song? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Worldwide. All right. Mr. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> um, let's see. 
I'll think this one over and I'll send it to you. Culo. Culo. 